When a family feuds, we all lose. Families love them or hate them. You cannot ignore them. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. So today I am talking about family feuds, why we have them and what we can do to find a solution that works for all parties involved. Disagreements and disputes happen in most families, but the crux of the matter is what defines the bond between individuals bound by blood, love or hate. Do you just argue over where to meet for the next family vacation or whether you are related to each other in the first place? Do you enjoy each other's company or cringe when you see each other in a public setting and do your best to avoid each other altogether? Is your family split into two due to taking sides? Or are you just not speaking to one or a few members of your family due to personality clashes? If you are one big happy family with minor disagreements, then just do what you are doing to keep the bond strong. If, however, you are struggling with coping with family feuds and are either tired of trying to repair the broken relationship or tired of being caught in the crossfire of someone else's battle, listen on. Relationships can be messy. Not because they have to be, but because we cannot accept them for what they are. Yes, we cannot accept our relationships for what they truly are if they don't work out the way we want them to. We all have an internal set of rules that we seem to accept as universal truths. You may have said something along the lines of, if this was me, I would never do it. Now, this is usually said when we judge someone doing something we would never do ourselves. We find it difficult, if not impossible to understand how someone can think or behave a certain way you could never imagine yourself behaving. Add to this the tough task of coping with relatives from both sides of your parents' families. And if you're married, then your spouse's family as well. Well, it can lead to chaos. So accepting and tolerating someone in your life because you are related to them can cause even more friction than having a choice to stay or go. The obligations to be nice and show up for family events when there is no love lost between all parties is tiresome at best and painful at worst. However, many people cannot seem to break away from these exhausting relationships. And you always wonder why. What keeps them together? Nuclear family connections are separate from this, where all parties are committed to repairing the relationship until they can do no more. But extended family relations are more like branches of a tree where you are all connected to the trunk, but not to each other. So whether you like each other or not is irrelevant because you may risk cutting yourself off from the trunk in order to get away from the other branches. And in most cases, that is what seems unacceptable. The trunk is important to you and therefore you tolerate its other branches. Take for example 
your relationship with your parents. You may have to tolerate their extended families, even if you don't get along with them. Take, for example, your spouse. You may have to have cordial relationships with your spouse's family, even though you don't have any kind of common ground to build a relationship on. If you did not have your parents or your spouse, you would probably never have a relationship with those people. But because of the relationship you have with your parents or your spouse, you are somehow linked to their extended branches as well. And therefore, in order to keep your parents and your spouse in your life, you have to make do with their extended branches, which is why I say you cannot cut yourself off from the trunk and therefore you accept the tree with all of its extensions and its branches. So some of my clients who have spent years embroiled in these feuds find it tough to walk away because they believe family is meant to be forever. They feel anger, resentment, even hatred towards one another, but always seem to hold on to the hope that one day things may miraculously sort themselves out. Don't we all wish for that miracle? They go into situations knowing exactly how the opposite party will react, but still seem so surprised and in pain when that actually happens. What are they missing? How does a difference of opinion between two individuals become a feud that can be passed on through generations? In order to understand that, we first need to look at the most common reasons for family conflicts. The number one reason is money. Fighting over money can be devastating and divisive. From disagreements over inheritance to who will pay for the family events, money has a powerful hold over painful emotions that aren't easily forgotten. What is fair and right becomes a matter of opinion as all parties create stories and justifications to support themselves. This divide only deepens with time and can span generations. People who feel cheated and disrespected can rarely see the opposite person's point of view. And the conflict seeps into all aspects of the relationship. So families where, for example, two siblings may fight over financial issues in a family-run business cannot keep things civil in their personal interactions. Add to that their spouses and children getting involved and you have a melting pot of chaos. Whilst those involved in the business need to find a way to work together, personally, they keep building up the animosity and conflict. Partnerships are hard regardless of whether the partners are related or not. But when partners are family members, the business conflicts taint the entire family dynamics by putting in non-invested parties to take sides. Another major area of conflicts is with in-laws. Yes, I know it's almost a cliché. But from conflicts between mother-in-law and daughters-in-law or between the wife or husband and the brothers or sisters-in-law, there have been innumerable stories of mistrust. Personality clashes are common when entering a new family and adjusting to its way of doing things. Couples 
usually tend to forget that they marry into a family and not just the person. However close or estranged their spouse may be from their family, the emotional baggage is always part of the relationship. If you add to that traumatic situations like divorce, it makes it even more difficult to find an amicable solution. So what can be done? Are we doomed to suffer through these feuds and pass them on to our next generation too? Or can we truly walk away from our family and never look back? There is no universal answer to that question. Each situation warrants an approach based on its unique circumstances. There is no one strategy fits all solution. However, there are ways to find a solution by asking yourself some necessary questions. Number one, what do I want? This is something we never ask ourselves. People in conflict keep talking about the conflict constantly. They will bring it up in conversations with anyone and everyone willing to listen to them, always hoping that everyone they talk to will understand their point of view and how they have been wronged. They rarely focus on finding a peaceful solution that will be fair to both parties. The first step is easy to do. And if you do that, you will find out what it is you are fighting for. Number two, how long am I willing to keep fighting? This is another important question to ask. Disputes are emotionally draining. If they are severe, they take over your life and deprive you of a lot more than the object of dispute. Feeling angry, stressed, lonely, rejected, hurt can seep into every area of your life and make it a hotbed of negativity. Is that what you want? Are you willing to live with this? Ask yourself that question. Number three, am I ready to lose this relationship over this dispute? The longer and more fierce the feud, the more likely that the relationship will not survive it even when it's settled. So, unless it is settled fairly and amicably by both parties willing to find a solution, it will not survive. So, the winning side may win the dispute but will most likely lose the relationship. Are you okay with that? Number four. This is the last but not the least. Is it really worth it? Asking yourself this will reveal to you the reason why you are doing this. What you stand to gain has to be worth it for you to lose other things in the bargain, which could include the family members on the opposite side of this feud, your health, your peace of mind, your energy, and most importantly, your limited time on this planet. In order to resolve anything in your life, you have to be willing to exchange your time and energy for it. Time and energy 
you could be spending on other people and other experiences. If what you stand to gain is more important, then fighting for it will be worth it. If it's not, then you just gave a lot of your time, energy and emotions to something that was not that important. Whatever you choose, make sure it's well worth it. So I'm going to leave you with this thought today. Loss and gain are part of life as long as you learn and grow from it. Invest your time wisely. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.